Hello and welcome back to our after show convo between Peter Lucas and Ty Keenan. Join us as we continue our chat about who knows what. Streaming from Retro Earth Studio and brought to you by WeAreHistorically.com Conscious Brand Apparel and Learn to play jazz piano like a pro by a pro with Jazz Piano Pro Essentials at jazzpianopro.com. It's coming into this realm of loving yourself. Like self-love fully is that expression of doing things that make you happy. And when you can tie that creative expression in with like your passion for work or your drive, like it's a magical recipe. And I think that's the thing is, you know, in truth, like Nero Homo is the, the I guess you would say the fruition or the manifested realization of that knowing you know where it's just like you, yeah. it's it's fun there's like there's the genre jumping aspect there's so much stuff going on within each track like yeah. the interludes paint this imagery you know so i like the closing trade like i'm just like you just close my eyes just like see it you know like it, it's it's like you're painting with the the words and the sounds and it's coming from this kind of i guess you would say this playful nature like you can tell like throughout the production of it it's like you're having fun you know you're you're just you're doing you yeah. and that's why it hits different because you're just like oh someone being authentically genuine themselves like <laughs> Thank what? You. It means a lot. Huh? It's a lot. yeah there's there's times in the album where you should be laughing <laughs> like there's moments where you should like feel elation and joy yeah. and relief and just like wow yeah. you know or crack up like there's yeah so it, absolutely that and we, and i think yeah when you're when you are your true self you're you can really be unbound with your yeah. emotions you know you're you're not you're not crafting your emotions no 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 you're you're crafting the sound waves your emotions <laughs> are free that's that's the element that is like Ooh. completely unchained in the room in the space in your aura it, what you're crafting are are the frequencies, you know, EQing this and compressing that and arranging, you know, chords and stuff like that. That's the craft. Your emotion, mm. though, needs to be rich. It needs to be leave the pulp in, you know, at least like, <laughs> leave the pulp in. you know, it needs to be like the whole thing, all of it, you know. And so, yeah, yeah the, the, the album and um at this part, Jose, he kind of really gave me the confidence with certain things to say, no, mm. no, no, that that's working. That's good. No, that that's great. You know, and it'd be like, really? Are you, are you sure you, that you can do that? No, no, no. It needs that because this over here and this is happening this way. You need to have now it go this way. So it's balanced. And, you know, you know, yeah. so kind of, again, back to people who are in your corner people who are on your team and yeah. you as an artist getting out of the way and allowing for me, it was, I wanted this album to be the best it could be. And yeah. if that, if that meant other people carrying it or having their fingerprint on it or, you know, what, whatever it is that our ego says, no, it's mine. You know, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Allow it to be greater than what you can make it what you can do, right. have it be better than you, you know, like yeah. you want your child to grow up, to be better than you. For me, I had to realize with this album that I want it to be better than me. And so yeah. what that required was for me to 
trust people that have perspectives that I didn't have right. to ask for opinions from people who I knew were on my team, you know, as, you know, just layman ears or expert ears, you know, but know who you're talking to, you know? Yeah, and yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, it was a, it's a labor of love and of uh, lessons. Well, it's a real recognizes real moment for me because those that recognize that each being has that perspective that is unique and you can really exchange puzzle pieces and be like, here we go. Nice little exchange. You yeah. know, then it's just like, oh, cool. I see the image better. I hear it better. I see it from this more like full spectrum of an aspect of like this scene makes a lot more sense now. Mm -hmm. And that right there is, you know, compassionate living is so rare and that's when it's really important. You know, I always want to, I want to highlight that too. Triple down, hey, quadruple down. Where it's just ahead. like, that's right. You know, it really is about finding people that are on your team. And a huge mm -hmm. part of that, a huge part of that or aspect is, are they open to see your perspective? Mm. You know, are they going to hear you? Are they going to actually speak with you? Or are they going to be talking at you? Like, right. that's yeah. like, it's a yeah. subtle thing. But like when yeah. people, if they don't catch themselves sleeping on it, like you can really navigate life and people who are just kind of about it or not really easily just through that subtle aspect wow. of like, do they hear me? Or am I having to explain this more than like twice? Like, right. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a blessing when you do find people on your side that can really appreciate and value you for being you. And I think that's something right there where a lot of people don't give themselves the love to even receive that. Like, right. cause those types of relationships take work. You know, it's like mm -hmm. all relationships are like tending a fire, you know, you got to work at mm -hmm. the flame a little bit. So yeah, it's beautiful to see that. Like you're like, I get, I don't know. It's one of those things where you see musicians and usually it is that ego realm of just like, Oh yeah, look at what I did. Look at what this. And you're just like, Oh man, the people that were involved in this was amazing. That was like the first thing you said about the album. Like, I, yeah, you can't do it all. And, uh, I, um, I guess I, after my last year of college in 2013, I formed an amazing band where it was like all-star drummer, all-star bass player, all-star keyboard saxophone, all-star guitar player, like a great band. And we had like a good eight month run. And then we graduated college and went our separate ways. And that was a huge like ego death for me as a very like infant artist who had been now recording music for two years. And like, you know, to me, it felt like traction and people were, you know, like noticing I was getting affirmation. It's a, mm. To have now the music taken away from me. And I didn't know what key these songs were in. We could, I could perform them. We won like a battle of the bands competition at WSU and like did some amazing shows, nice. but I, I didn't know what key these songs were in i didn't uh mm. i couldn't i couldn't reproduce them you know what i'm saying i didn't own the music they were my songs but they weren't my yeah. songs so that was a real huge kind of hit to me and my trajectory of just being comfortable as the lead vocal songwriter mm. you know, i realized yeah. that that's a very like what is it feeble or like delicate <laughs> yeah, a, you know like oh it's yeah. a little sprout tree you know what i'm saying like it needs all of these supports and if they're not there it's not growing to go grow tall so i realized yeah. i had to grow my roots first mm. before i grew the 
the my sprout or a stalk, you know, the stalk wasn't didn't it's not gonna mean nothing if it ain't got the roots to support it when the weather the storm. So that was me realizing I needed to learn how to play piano. I needed to learn how to play guitar. I needed to learn how to play the bass and record and be a producer and engineer and learn. So yeah. I don't have to ask people or, you know, rely on other people. I kind of became like, but it, it was a little bit out of a bitterness as well that I was carrying mm. with me as a projector type, like, fine, <laughs> I'll just do it. You know, I'll master these instruments. I'm, you know, I can do, 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 do obsessive about these things, but then <laughs> kind of come full circle. I matured again and realized that, no, I actually shouldn't be great at everything and I'm not, and I can't, and I'd be crazy to think that I can be, I can be the best at every aspect of writing and recording a song. You, oh, yeah. you're, you're silly. You have to. And so I kind of began to respect my strengths, which required me to see my weaknesses. Mm. And that, that was a huge revelation with this project. And that's why now I'm so grateful and uh you know speak highly of the people who were a part of the project to make it great as it was and i'm yeah. i don't feel in type of way of saying i didn't do that i didn't do that i you know because i mm. used to i used to have this thing where i i wanted to say yeah i made it all, all <laughs> i played all the instruments and produced it and engineered it and da, 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 you know kind of be self-contained mm. but again it's like an it's like an ego thing you know you don't you don't that's not real you don't need to and you're not gonna it's not gonna be better it's not ever gonna be better than you if you're standing in the way of it you know like get out of the way and let the art grow bigger than bigger and better than you you know right so the album is better than me that's all i'll say yeah and that's that's what transcends it though is you know it transitions into someone just putting out you know like an album to someone creating art and i think that's the stuff where it, it hits different so you know i just gotta say you know like good work to you and the squad you know pull it up hey, doing it big because i mean you, it's you. it is amazing though man like when you just look at simply just the perspective that you have and your approach to life it really is one of those it's the new wave of consciousness that i see coming together because mm. it's a very introspective you know objective but being kind and compassionate towards the subjective you know, and the real yeah. big kind of giveaway to it for me was like your just acceptance and your, I guess you'd say your comfortableness with surrender and letting go. And like, that's one of those ones where it's just like, oh yeah, people who learn to let go of the hot pan and just like, that's what's up. Like we need more people out there doing it. Cause yeah, hardest thing to do is just to let go of those expectations, those judgments, just the surrender to like the tensions and the ego, like chattering about and just be like, okay, cool have fun yeah it's gonna be great either way you know it's uh the only thing is we mess it up we're the ones that mess up mess up the magic a lot of times you know um, yeah and uh and i also gotta say i gotta add this about the album a lot of the motive or to me to me and jose uh the point of the album is to confront uh, the injustice within uh, how the police departments are run and yeah. government policies and um, and just racism as an institution as a whole, you know. Um, yeah. And as an example, uh, the message was the first 
song that I wrote uh, four days after experiencing my first encounter with uh, police prejudice. Um, And people can have prejudice, but when you're in a position of authority, such as a police officer and you have prejudice, the results are different. And um, someone called the police on me because I was pulling out of a parking spot downtown after doing a loadout at the Moore Theater. I used to work at the Moore Theater and at the Crocodile. And it was 1 a.m. And it's on First Avenue in Virginia. And I was pulling out of a parking spot. And I, when I pulled there two hours ago, there wasn't a motorcycle behind me, but now there's a motorcycle behind me. And I back up and I tap the motorcycle. Whoa, I didn't hear that. The people go, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Oh, wow, my bad. Hold on, let me, all right, let me talk to them, do the right thing, put the car in park, go, go back, see what's happening. The bike moved this much because you can see the kickstand scraped on the ground. Yeah. That much. The, the bike is still standing, right? It's like, yeah chill this dude has a a whiskey glass in his left hand and his helmet in the other hand and he's hostile he's that's my bike how dare you do 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 do. you're gonna give me your information i go whoa i I really don't see what the what's happening here like what's the problem but look all right i'll be cordial here's my information because he was coming off hostile when he wanted to take a picture of my id I put my thumb over my address. He interpreted that as me being uncompliant. His white privilege <laughs> was threatened by me having my own sovereignty and not surrendering to his white privilege and supposed authority. And he goes, yeah. you don't, you're not, you're not giving me your information. All right. I know what to do. Basically, I know what to do with people like you. Do, do, do. I'm calling the police. They're going to be here any minute. Yeah. Hello. Yes. He's a black male and he's wearing all black and he crashed into my car and he's leaving the scene. Just like, what a hot take. I was like, yo, you really realize what you're doing. His friends are over there. They're like looking at me like we can't excuse him, but I'm looking at them like y'all ain't going to interrupt and, and say nothing. Like you realize what what's happening. You're calling the police on a black man. You're saying that he's already a criminal. Yeah. This, this doesn't, you know what I'm saying? Like this is, yeah. so it, was, it felt very intentional to me. He, it was very, an orc, he played a card that society has dealt him to play as the, as a, as the victim, but at, also as the oppressor at the same time, you know what I'm saying? So oh, yeah. I, I understood as it was going down, like just how faulty it was, but I couldn't be salty in the situation because that, you know, as an emotional projector. And of course they want you to be all up in your emotions and say all kind of crazy <laughs> stuff and step out of line so they can pop you. So it's yeah. like, I had to just be cool and just let the whole thing happen. Mm. I had never been in handcuffs before or in a police car as a, at the time, 30 year old black man, a surprise, surprise. I've ne- had never been to jail. Right. So to me, it was, it was a, a, a huge um, experience that shifted my, mm. my, personal narrative uh as a songwriter and um you know growing up my first idol was tupac shakur so i wasn't it's not that i wasn't already writing songs like the message in redline but with that incident it really helped me get to the point without with very Mm. uh little hesitation of having a perspective of my own to speak from which in Mm. some cases 
felt like it brought me closer to uh, many of my brothers and sisters who have experienced that. So I use Amen. that experience to, to um, bring my story uh, and my voice closer in alignment with those most oppressed. And uh, the message mm. was a song that I wrote, um, you know, four days after the incident happened. It was the first track that I wrote. It was just like, there's nothing to lose. I, I initially titled the song, nothing to lose because mm. it was like, let me say everything even, you know? Um, so to me, that's the point of the album and to Jose as well. So you have, you know, Aunt Brenda making comment on it, Miss yeah. Davis making a comment on it. And it kind of comes around back to that in a few ways, but it yeah. also, but here's another thing that I was really conscious of while producing and telling this narrative of police injustice is that so many times the black narrative and the black identity is so identified with being the oppressed and the victim mm. that that's all the story is that's not that's not reality so like right <laughs> I, I saw the jose and i saw the movie uh, moonlight in film mm. or in the theaters like two years ago and I was just so blown away how it was a black film and a black story, but it wasn't all dedicated to the plight of being a black American in the United States. It had its own narrative that existed beyond being a reflection of institutionalized white supremacy. You know, mm. Like, like that's like their world yeah. does not evolve around that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. it's not Eurocentrist is not the center of culture. It is not what our culture evolves around. So I was really conscious of mm. um, having, being able to bring up these topics and confront them and having an opinion and providing solutions and challenging, but not making it the antithesis of, because then it would yeah. force you to embody that energy but just in an anti-rebellious nature so yeah, that's, yeah. that's why you can laugh you know that's why there's you know uh you know the two kids or my nephew and niece saying you know well there i asked them you know all right introduce me you know uh, uh, we used to have these jams in my bedroom a couple years ago and they would go okay uh, i'd like to introduce my uncle ty keenan he <laughs> is a not, not an adult you're not an adult right no but not, you know he's like a teenager but he wants to be like really strong. so that's you hear them kind of going on trying to describe like who am i you know and i i i so much like don't fit into a lot of like these boxes and i mm. and i realized like it takes a lot of energy to like say no i don't fit in your box no i don't fit in your box but mm. it's 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 a lot more graceful just to claim what's outside of the box so negro homo mm. is very mm. much a a an other they're both words to make people other you know what i'm saying yeah, negro, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're other homo you're other so it's like just embody the other mm. and you don't have to worry about not fitting into a box because you're not about to fit into a box because you have embraced the other mm. and oh and i love how you said it just like so subtly and quickly just kind of like the 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 anti-institutional, anti-rebel, like the rebellious aspect of just like the questioner, the curious seeker, mm -hmm. you know, to me, that's, that's one of those messages that comes through in Redline, 
And I always see everything going on right now with, you know, that you're talking about in your story. It's the divine timing of it because for me, it made sense when you're talking about just the origin of the message where when you can really feel someone's song, like their, their creation, you can tell, it's like he said earlier about the sound, how you're constructing sound, but that emotion, you got it. You just, you leave it. And that's what it stems. It's just like, it's just angled through the emotions. And it's like, that's the projector that you're shining out. You're just like, all right, here's the emotional lens you want to see. And, and that's what hits different because, you know, it's the, I guess you would say the uncertainty, the fear, the loss, the, just the absurdity of the culture that we live in, you know, just like that frustration, like all of that stuff comes through. Yeah. And that's, what's always so powerful about it, man, where it's, mm. you know, it's a timeless, it's a timeless piece. And I always try to give people that type of like credit when credit's due in the sense where it's like, because that's an aspect of society that has been unchanging for so long. And you could mm. apply it to so many different things of just the same plays and, and archetypes being played out where, yeah. You know, when you can hear someone call it out effortlessly in a song, it's just like in a, in a rap, it's like, <laughs> there you right, go, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I got to say, Ty, if you had any type of last words for our listener, what would they be? Um, well, one thing that comes to mind, still talking about um, kind of like the, the picking apart uh, the incident, uh, that happened of uh, being put in handcuffs was the energy of the police officer and his instructions mm. were very like just suggestive is it they suggested that i had already experienced that that you know mm. you know what to do oh come on you know what's going on you know oh yeah and uh, <laughs> that was like that was like so revealing it was so revealing. It was like like feeling the pulse of like slavery or something. It was just like, <laughs> just like what is wow, that? Wow, here it is. This is like the like it felt like you know cotton field or something. It was just like wow, like damn, it's right here, you know, and um, and that that's something that it, it that actually exists everywhere else in institutionalized. Um, america you know society is you're suggested you know okay just move along in the line you know everybody knows stand in line mm. and there's line over there get in line you know six feet apart nowadays or um <laughs> you know um how many different things you know you go to the doctor's office they say we need to draw blood and now they're sticking a needle in your arm or they you know write a prescription you're supposed to just put it in your body or you know um yeah, yeah. You know, back all right kids back from recess here's your cookie you know it's like like ascorbic acid, like not so, you know, and life <laughs> is just so suggestive that people, you know, and then you got the cliche like people herded like sheep, you know, but mm. like that's really happening <laughs> to people's death. Like genocide right? is is being suggested, just nudged along. Mm. And if you're just doing what feels comfortable to do next because other people are comfortably doing what other people are doing comfortably next <laughs> we're you're you're going to just be you, you there's no there's no reward other than your demise like the mm. only thing at the end of that is a cliff like so just really really be suspicious and and concerned mm. with what feels right based on the mass population's 
uh, uh, mass population's acceptance of it. That should right. feel wrong. If if, right. if if it feels good to a lot of people, like eating a cheeseburger at McDonald's, billions of cheeseburgers, like you, like now we really need to recognize that that's actually like backwards. So oh, yeah. just be cool with having a perspective that is not being um, applauded or um agreed with or it wasn't provided to you you found it on your own you know what i'm saying like and and i think we're in a really great time to where we we have the you know uh, this matrix to where we can have our you know um really kind of extraordinary thoughts and ideas and questions and feelings and kind of reaffirmed by individuals in different places around the world or groups of people or you know as to where information is being surfaced so you can see that you know you're not alone with how you feel about things um but then that has a kind of double-edged sword too because yeah we live in the age of information but we live in the age of information like it's just so much like and a lot of it's just like hella irrelevant has nothing to do with you so like you get there's got to be a balance of like turning it off and just like centering and grounding within yourself like there's mm. so much information that's already exuding within and without us that you don't really have to like go and be constantly seeking scrolling scrolling mm. scrolling and seeking all this stuff that's outside of you for it to find your strength because a lot of that information uh, that you really need need mm. uh, is it already lies within you so that's Whew. Whew. facts facts and with that <laughs> i gotta say listeners thank you for tuning in ty thank you again for joining us on creative chat Absolutely, y'all. roll the outro thanks again to our sponsors for making this show possible Raise your vibration and energize your life with specialized Fibonacci tuning forks that deepen meditations and empower self-healing. Get your vibrational sound tools for personal enhancement at energybodytuners.com. Thank you, We Are Historically, for your conscious human apparel. Shop online at wearehistorically.com. Hi, I'm Darius Wilrich. I'll teach you everything you need to know about playing jazz piano like a pro with my 12-week online video course and downloadable guidebook, Jazz Piano Pro Essentials. Enroll today at jazzpianopro.com. Thank you for joining us. Have a happy always. Why not? Let another little nugget of wisdom for the listeners. What you got? Like... (laughs) Oh, little nugget of wisdom. Okay, look. So here's here's my last little nugget of wisdom. It's the insight. Um, so I didn't learn to play instruments until, uh, or, you know, to pick up playing guitar until I was like 22. But what I had told myself in my head was something that I heard from uh, my English teacher, Miss McPherson, at, in high school. I went to Marin High School. And she said, um, she was like, well, I'm learning to play the harp. And, um, but, you know, I never played, but I said, hey, I'm going to be 50 one day. So, you know, five years are going to go by and I could either have learned to play or have not learned to play. And um, so for me, I've been telling myself, 
you know, as like, you know, a young 20 year old or something like that, people think you, it's too late. Oh, I wish I would have when I wish. Da, 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 da. Well, to me in my head, I said, well, I'm going to be 40 one day and I'd rather be filthy at 40 than not. So <laughs> just do it, you know, make room for yourself to, to be, to renew yourself. I guess that's what's make room mm. to renew. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. Got a few shirts coming out of this for the brand, man. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Let me get one of them. I love it. And with that, folks, thanks for tapping in. Roll the outro. And that concludes this episode of Creatives Chat. Thank you for watching. Join us every Thursday at 3.33 p.m. Pacific Daily Time as creative minds get together and chat about who knows what. Cool. Got it. View more episodes on our YouTube channel. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you, my pleasure. I hate to say it, but that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, a little nugget of wisdom. <laughs>